All right. Earlier this week, as you know, very exciting as uh, NASA conducted their DART mission and managed to slam a spacecraft into an asteroid. And we have impact. Yes, in the name of planetary defense. By the way, if you want to have a little bit of fun, just a tiny little bit of fun, this isn't going to change your world. Uh, when you're on Google next time, put in DART mission, and once you do, um, you know, it nudges and gets put on a bit of an angle. Google has put in a little feature there if you put DART mission into the search bar, which is, that's kind of cool. Google does stuff like that. So anyway, the question now is, did it work? Okay. Basically what it was is a test to see if, okay, if we're being threatened by an asteroid, is there a way, would this work? Is this possibly a way for us to go up into space with another spacecraft, slam into it, give it a nudge, put it into a new trajectory and make sure that it doesn't slam into earth. And that's what this was all about. So let's, let's get the latest on where we are with this. Uh, we're going to chat now with Paul Wiegert, an asteroid expert at Western University's Institute for the Earth and Science and Space Exploration. Paul, thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate your time. Thanks so much for having me, Shay. Okay, now uh, hell, explain the details to me here because I've heard one spacecraft, two spacecrafts, one asteroid, two asteroids. What, what, what are the details around this mission and what happened earlier this week? Yes, yes. So there are two asteroids involved. One smaller one orbits the other, and it's the smaller one that was the target. So the larger one is called Didymos, the smaller one is called Dimorphos, and it's the smaller one that got hit. So there are two asteroids involved, but only one is the main target. And there were two spacecraft as well. So the main spacecraft is called the DART spacecraft. It is the one which hit the asteroid and is doing the nudging. Yeah. But it was followed by a small Italian spacecraft called Leech Cube that was watching the process as it came by uh, to get a close-in look at what happened during the impact. So there are, in fact, two spacecraft involved as well. Now, the mission, of course, anybody who's seen Armageddon knows that this is the storyline from <laughs> Armageddon. I mean, is it that simple, Paul? Is it kind of like, hey, you see that movie? Do you think that would actually work? I don't know. Let's try it. I, I mean, I, I imagine the idea has been around, but is that really all it was is let's try this out? Yeah, that's the the primary purpose of the the DART mission is to see exactly how this might work because it it sounds simple. You just deflect the asteroid, but we don't actually know what happens when you try to push an asteroid. And the question is really is what's going on underneath the surface of an asteroid? Is it really a solid rock? When you see an asteroid in a movie, it's usually portrayed as a solid yeah. rock, but um it could easily be just a uh, like a conglomerations of, of rocky fragments, a little bit more like a sandbag. Okay. And so if you, uh, if you kick a rock or if you kick a sandbag, your toe has two very different impressions of what happened. So we need to know that when we try to deflect an asteroid, if it's going to react like a rock or like a sandbag. And that's what the mission is all about. Now, did it work? When will we know if it worked? I know it's not an immediate result. We know that the spacecraft hit the asteroid, but when do we start to find out if it did manage to nudge it on to a new course? Uh, well, it will still be a few more days because um, it, it will take a little bit of time. Estimates are that it will take about two months to do the the whole analysis. And the reason for that is that the impact happened onto the smaller asteroid. And the way we will determine how much it was deflected is to see how it changed its orbit around the larger asteroid. Mm-hmm. So the orbit is now expected to be a little bit faster, maybe about 1% faster. It takes 12 hours to go around, and now it might be a few minutes faster. So 
We'll be watching for that change over the next coming weeks and months, but within a couple of months, we should know whether or not it worked and how well. Interesting. Okay, now, of course, there's a lot of jokes going around. Oh, it wasn't on a trajectory to hit Earth, uh, but now it is. You guys knocked it. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's no risk of that, right? No, no, not at all. This asteroid was chosen very deliberately because it's far away from the Earth, and regardless of what happened during this impact, it was never going to be a danger. There's no scenario in which that could happen. So that was sort of the primary reason that this target was chosen. So, no, there's no danger that this very small nudge could could have <laughs> put us into danger. That was something we really do not want to happen. Just in terms of, and I don't know if you can answer this question, planning out something like this to strike something 11 million kilometers away at a speed of like 25,000 kilometers an hour, how long was this worked on and the planning and and the strategizing and, and coming up with a mission like this, I can't even wrap my head around where he would begin. Yeah, so the DART mission as a concept has been around for almost a decade at this point. So the planning has gone on for a while. It was launched about less, a little less than a year ago, but the planning and the determining what the best strategy was, what asteroid to use and things like that took a, a long time. Now, in terms of asteroids that are threatening our planet, there are none right now. That's what we kept hearing this week, right? None that we know of. There might be something lurking, but right now, from what we know, we're not being threatened by an asteroid, right? Yes, that's right. We do not know of any asteroids which are an impact hazard to the planet. That's that's absolutely correct. We haven't yet found all of them. We're still looking for some of them. We think we have most of the most dangerous ones. So, yes, there is still some remaining risk, but we don't. All the asteroids we've found so far, they're all safe. Gotcha. Okay. And and it looks like maybe, possibly, depending on how this worked, we may have a way of defending the planet, which is kind of awesome. Yeah, that would be pretty exciting, just in case. Exactly. You'd have a, you know, something in your back pocket. Yeah, no kidding. Paul, thank you so much for joining us this morning. I really appreciate your time. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.